0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily Bear Investing Podcast. Hope everyone had a great day today and hope you also had a, a good long uh, Labor Day weekend here in the U.S. We're back at it today with the markets and, uh, you know, not not a great to, not a great way to start September. Uh, NASDAQ was just down fractionally. Of course, the, the, uh, the what concerned us about the, the actions today was only really the late day action, number one, and seasonality. This is just where we are now. The first week of September, and then the very toward the very end of September, are not great times to be an investor. September is actually the worst month of the year, uh, but it's also very nuanced. You know, uh, as we've seen here with this bull market, you know, it's been a buy the dip bull market, and it has been from the, from the October thirteenth lows of last year. We think that continues, and we don't think uh that uh, a a week september is a reason to get out of this market <clears throat> uh because we don't think it's going to be that weak. of course october's crash month so if you're looking to put new money to work this should be a good time to do that dow jones today uh, finished down 195 points down a half percent SP you 100 down 19 points today that's four tenths of one percent our biggest uh, loser today was rust 2000. Uh, down 2.1% today. And NASDAQ, again, just down fractionally, down 10 points. That's less than tenths to 1%. What got the action today, what what got the attention today of the markets, really two things. Yields are moving higher. This morning, before the open, uh, Goldman Sachs came out and said that they, uh, they, they've reduced their odds of recession from 20% to 15%. Uh, and, uh, of course, if we're... If we're really not going to have a recession or significant slowdown, then yeah, rates are probably going to, going to be higher for longer. We saw that today in the 10-year, uh, which was up on a yield basis, 2.3%. Now the 10-year is back to a yield of 4.268%, still below uh, last month's highs of 4.38%. But again, it's not what you want to see. And oil prices are getting legs. Uh, we put out a piece this morning on it. We're you know we're long this group. We think it's very investable here, and uh, uh, so you know if oil is going to do what we think it's going to do, which is going over a hundred and probably not coming back below that, this will serve as a headwind uh, for the markets because of course oil goes in everything. Uh, and yes, that that would appear to be inflationary. However, the 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 demand destruction. That would come from higher oil prices for longer, would have a disinflationary uh, effect. So it's uh, kind of a double-edged sword. There, uh, we'll keep in loop what we're doing, but we do think the charts look very good for inter- both oil and energy stocks, and uh, and and natural gas is due for a big run as well. So uh, that's that's how we're positioned. We are not. Uh, we made a decision. Uh, you know, at the, at the July highs, when we hit extreme overbought made the decision there not to get too cute with this market you know we don't want to take some profits just to have to jump back in and probably buy at a higher price but this is that time frame september october uh you know this is when bad things tend to happen so this is probably we think a very good time uh to be patient be disciplined watch our momentum oscillators uh look through some sector analysis and then pick and choose where you want to add to positions. That's what we're doing here. If your investing system remains at 9 out of 12 screens bullish, it's been 9 out of 12 screens bullish now for about four months. Uh, That is uh, in the back of the truck neighborhood. Uh, So again, buy the dip has been the smart money play. Uh, This bull market we believe is going to continue to be the smart money play. Uh, We talked about this some last week. I'll just mention it briefly. We have these major investment themes that have held up all year, really from the lows of October. And we think they're going to continue to hold up. Very important to, uh, to uh, we need to, to follow these. Number one, seasonality analytics have held up all year. Historical trading patterns have been incredibly consistent. Uh, and if, that's the, if that continues to be the case, yeah, this is going to be a great fourth quarter. The technicals, uh, they've held up incredibly well. Again, when we've hit extreme overbought, We've had a pause. We had extreme oversold. We'd rallied. We've rallied. And as of Friday's close, we are hitting heavily overbought on our broad markets uh, for uh, in our shortest term momentum oscillator, which is stochastics. This is again, it is probably a time to use some discipline, some patience. Have your shopping list ready. If we get any significant weakness in September, October, you're we're gonna we're gonna be adding to and initiating new positions. Number, next up, the semising, and this is so important. We shared a, uh, a chart uh, of the, of, of a rental street chart of the semis S&P 100 for our, our, our clients this morning. Just remarkable how, 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 how much the semis have led. And there's a trend line, that you can track this too. There's a trend line of the semis s and 100 that has not been violated. Matter of fact, every time we hit it, we bounced off it. And uh, it's, it, it tells you that this market needs to be bought. Uh, if the semis break down, because they leave everything, if the semis start to break down, we'll let you know. Uh, until then, uh, you wanna keep buying dips. And finally, the generals. Uh, the generals have done their thing uh, from the lows. You know, when you have the Apples, Microsofts, NVIDIAs, and Teslas of the world that are ramping higher as they have from the lows. That's just a big, big tell. You don't have these kind of uh, outsized, really almost gargantuan moves. From trillion dollar plus companies, these don't happen in a vacuum. That tells you there's something else going on. Market's broadening. We like that very much. Again, we're going to use it, any weakness in the next two months as a as a buying opportunity. Let's take a look at the hood today. Uh, not good. These are these are not uh, not good readings here. Let's take a look first at the internals. Um, quick refresh. All right, so Nasdaq. 2 to 1 negative advanced decline. That's not a good reading. Uh, However, volume in NASDAQ was slightly positive. That's a very good sign. NYSE was negative uh, 3.5 to 1 for advanced decline. Again, not a good reading. Volume uh, was uh, almost 3 to 1 negative uh, for NYSE. And finally, new 53 highs and lows. Uh, These have just not been great readings for really since the July highs, and that continued again today. Uh, NASDAQ. Had about 80 stocks hitting a new low, uh, more stocks hitting a low than a high. And uh, NYSE was pretty tight. Only had about 15 more stocks hitting a new 52-week low than a 52-week high. But bottom line is, it's across the board negative, the trifecta of negativity from the internals. Saw the same thing in the uh, sector watch today. Uh, Eight sectors finished lower. Only three finished higher. Led to the downside of materials. Materials down 1.8%. Industrials down one point seven percent again. Higher yields uh, and uh, utilities again. Higher yields down one point five percent. Energy today was our bright spot up a half percent. Energy stocks technology up four to one percent. Communication services up four to one percent as well. Uh, in our uh, commodity watch, uh, Tom McClellan had a really good piece out last night. He does uh, his uh, his uh, his seasonality. His cycle analysis that he does is very, very good. And uh, he just put out a piece that we've now entered the most bullish 13 and a half months for gold. Uh, we didn't see it today, uh, but I we, we're in agreement with him. We're along this group. We're buying this group. Gold today was down $16 an ounce at of one percent At 1964 an ounce, silver down 70 cents an ounce, down 2.8% today at 23.87. Copper today, essentially flat. 383 a pound crude oil. Again, this is the story. We think oil is going a whole lot higher. Uh, it's, uh, it's no accident that oil is going to go higher, folks, or, and gas. Uh, that's what uh, the uh, Enviro Wackos, that's what they need. Obama said this in 2010, 2011. We featured it at the time. And Obama was caught on a hot mic, hot mic saying, We really need oil to be about $125 a barrel for solar and wind to make financial sense. In other words, without the subsidies and government uh, handouts, right? Uh, So, uh, Team Biden and Team Global uh, Climate Change, uh, they they want oil higher. And I think that's one of the reasons it's going to continue higher. The other reason is just supply and demand is completely out of whack. These, again, enviro-wackos have been so uh, aggressive. You know, uh, they basically are shutting banks down from doing financing in a lot of areas, not so much in the U.S., but certainly globally. Uh, You can't raise money. It's hard to drill, right? Hard to drill and complete. And, um, you know, so uh, that's what's happening. RIG count is down to about 500 rigs in the U.S. Uh, That's about 50% 50 lower uh, than the highs from just a few years ago, of course, under Trump. So that tells us a recipe for higher prices for for, commodities, for oil and gas. And we think there's a lot of money to be made here. Crude oil. Up a 1.4% today. Up a dollar 17 a barrel at 86.72. And finally on the day, um, uh, Bitcoin uh, today trading at 25,705, uh, down 185 on the day. All right, folks. Always appreciate you listening. Hope you had a great day and an even a better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.